Hey everybody, before we get into the show, I wanted to let you know we've got another live show coming up. We will be back at Maya Cinemas on Thursday, May 23rd for Furiosa, the latest in the Mad Max series. We are so excited for this one. Joining me to talk about it, we've got Sam Novak, Shahab Zargari, and Tony Gonzalez. A great lineup. It's going to be an awesome movie. We are so excited to talk about it. So make sure to check the show notes. There are opportunities to win tickets. You could also buy tickets. And we hope to see you there Thursday, May 23rd, 6 p.m. at Maya Cinemas for Furiosa. Welcome to another episode of Piecing It Together, the podcast where we take a look at a new movie and try to figure out what movies inspired it. And today on the show, it is one of our special monthly trailer roundup episodes with Jason Harris from Awesome Movie Year. Every month, we take a break from the usual format to talk about a whole bunch of movies and get a quick little overview of what's going to be happening in the coming month. And we're going to talk about, I think it's 12 movies coming out in March of 2023. So lots to talk about. Fun conversation coming up. Uh, before we get to that, as always on these trailer roundups, I got to read some listener puzzle pieces from people who wrote in after our episodes and uh, see what we got here. So looking here at my notes for listener puzzle pieces. So it turns out, we got a bunch, but they're all for M. Night Shyamalan's Knock at the Cabin. We covered a bunch of other movies this month, but uh, all the listeners wrote in about this movie, and there's so many other puzzle pieces. And I love that when a movie has, uh, you know, so many other pieces. We always talk about, you know, at least like eight or ten, you know, and the fact that people can send in so many other things, uh, that's always fun. So starting it off, Chauncey Talese who actually covered uh, Old with me, uh, M. Night Shyamalan's last movie. Uh, he wrote in Cabin in the Woods, uh, Sacrifice to Stave Off the Apocalypse. Absolutely. I mean, I don't know how we didn't bring that one up. So yeah, definitely. Uh, David Mycor said, The Happening Because It Sucks. Eh, I don't agree with you, Dave, but uh, Dave's one of my buddies, so it's all good. Uh, Sean from Civico, The Road to Avatar podcast, said, Killing of a Sacred Deer because of family sacrifice and all that. And uh, that that's a weird movie. Um, I need to rewatch that one of these days. It's such a weird one that I don't really quite remember how it would uh, connect, but uh, it's it seems like anything could happen with that movie. Uh, and then Joe Black wrote in Southland Tales, a conspiratorial apocalypse movie where everybody is doubting if the thing is happening and it's all God's doing and it's real. And uh, yeah, I mean, that's a great puzzle piece. Um, I, I'm surprised I didn't think about that one. So yeah, great one there, Joe Black. Um, that's all of our listener puzzle pieces for the month. But I do remember, and I, I hate that I don't have it written down, somebody... Uh, private messaged me about an Infinity Pool piece, and I can't remember what it was. I don't know why it's not in my notes. My Evernote like erased it or something. It also erased Joe Black's, but he had just commented that like a half hour ago, so I remembered that one. But uh, yeah, I, I don't know uh, why it erased it. So whoever it was that sent in the Infinity Pool puzzle piece, I thank you, and uh, sorry that it got erased from my Evernote. Evernote, fix your app. Uh, yeah, 
let's talk about some March trailers. Jason Harris is back with us for some more trailers. Jason, how's it going? Dave, it is a cold, wintry day as we record mm. here in Las Vegas. Perhaps the climate apocalypse is finally giving us all the reaming we deserve. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're setting a nice scene here. This is uh, this is like a very... It's almost, uh, almost like a narrative podcast today, but... Uh, yeah, we, we, it's things are weird out there, but let's talk about some movies, and maybe that'll get us through that climate apocalypse. Uh, starting with last month's movies, let's just run through them real quick and uh, see what we actually got around to, and then we'll get to some new ones. Uh, but we started off with Knock at the Cabin, which we did cover here on Piecing It Together, and was another great M. Night Shyamalan movie. He's kind of on a roll again. Last night, Dave, we uh, did our live Cocaine Bear podcast. And uh, I was going to sneak in afterwards to knock at the cabin. I was excited. I'm really glad yeah. I didn't, though, because ooh, I had too much popcorn and it was a race home. Oh, boy. <laughs> so uh, next up is 80 for Brady, which I did yeah. not see. Certified did you watch hit. it? Certified yeah, it is. Hit. It really is. I didn't see it, but uh, yeah, people love it. I mean, I guess we shouldn't be that surprised. It's kind of just like a populist movie for the masses kind of thing. Is it Dave know. or is it know. a wonderful reclamation project for mm. genius filmmaking? Okay. <laughs> uh, moving on to the, ne <laughs> the next one uh, Magic Mike's Last Dance. I did want to see this, but I never got a chance to. Did you see it? No, I had no desire to see this one. I didn't see the second one. I, I mean, I guess the desire would be that it's a Soderbergh one. But mm. um, next time I see you, I'll just thrust my dong in your face to make you feel better for missing it. Dong, dong, face, dong, in a rhythm, face, dong. Thank you. Thank you for that. <laughs> next was one of the many uh, February Valentine's movies, Somebody I Used to Know, which I did watch and was, uh, it was exactly what you'd expect, but it was cute. It was fun. Did you watch it? I did watch it. It was all right. Mm. It kind of yeah. just, meh. You know exactly, but um, yeah. I know in your letterbox review you said that now you're gonna have to go visit that town, yeah, yeah, and you're making me want to punch you in the dick early in this episode. Good, good. Well, I'm sure we'll have more of that later. Oh, there will be uh, more of it. <laughs> your place or mine was another one of those, which we actually started like the first five minutes and then Gina tapped out, she didn't want to watch anymore, and so I never got back to I it. I heard it's but... terrible, you know, yeah. Yeah, Everyone says it's terrible. Working. It's interesting because that's Eileen Brosh McKenna, who's, um, you know, Devil Wears Prada, and she's a and a crazy ex girlfriend. Of, she's a frequent guest on Script Notes, and she's so smart. I don't know what happened here. Yeah, I don't know. I I will say it like looked like a real movie, even though it's a straight to streaming thing. Like it looked good, but it just it wasn't funny at all, and it was trying very hard to be funny. So I don't know. Maybe I'll give it a chance again one day, but probably not. Uh, next up was Sharper, which I did watch, and uh, it was it was good. I, I, it wasn't great. We're probably not going to get around to an episode on it, but uh, it uh, maybe one or two too many twists and turns. Like it's one of those movies that just is a little over engineered, kind of. But yeah, did you watch it? And the final one, you're like, okay, I see exactly where this is going. Um, yeah. I watched it too. I like that upscale one percenter setting, you know, which yeah is very popular right now. The important thing is. Six sessions back next month. Yes. Blah, 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 blah. Final season. Final I season. No, well, hey, yeah. 
honestly, they they have a chance to go down as the greatest television show of all time if they stick this season as they've stuck the first three. Let's do it. Yeah, I can't wait. Uh, next up is Marlo, which I really planned on seeing, but uh, did not get around to. Just haven't had time this past week. But I'm gonna probably go this next weekend. But uh, didn't see it yet. I have a did you? special set of detective skills. I'll track you down. His, his hundredth movie. They keep telling us. Mm. Uh, next was Winnie the Pooh: Blood and Honey, which did really well. It. it it looked terrible from what I've heard. It is terrible, but people are going out to see it. So good for the film. Well. I guess. Yeah. I mean, comparatively speaking, I think they made it for 20 grand or something and it made a million. So, yeah, well, you know, that's, that's your help. You, you, you guys like, you know, I'll see a horror movie, but I'm not going to go out and see everything. You see all the horror right. movies. So why don't you yeah. fuck boy, horror boys, get it together. Fuck boys. Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania was next, which uh, is our most recent episode of Piecing It Together at the time of recording, and not good. <laughs> um, I, yeah. I, I, some people like this one, Dave. I, I know. I, I don't get it. You know, the one thing I'll kind of like concede is that it's, it's a bad Ant-Man 3, and it's an okay Marvel Cinematic Universe number 31 or 32, whatever we're at at this point. Well... I will see it probably when it comes on Disney Plus in one day or something yeah, two sure. days from now. <laughs> yeah. But Dave, it brings me endless joy to know they've ruined your favorite <laughs> franchise in Marvel. That yeah. that that you know, I know you have taken this very personally and that's just yes. wonderful for me. Oh, I was I was just sitting in the theater just so bummed out. I love but, that. Uh, I love yeah. that. Last on last month's list was Jesus Revolution, which I, of course, did not go and watch. I thought it looked awful, but I did really enjoy your uh, awesome movie, your co-host Josh Bell's review of it. It was very funny, uh, but yeah, it sounds like it's really bad. I just heard uh, one, it's like a pair of brothers who make those movies or produce them. And they've mm. both been on uh, the uh, Indie Film Hustle podcast, and they're, again, smart guys who know what they're doing. But um, Josh was telling me, like, they left out all these things about, like, how one guy was kicked out of the church for being gay. And, you know, Mm -hmm. one guy, you know, I don't know what he did, but did something, you know, illegal. And they never mentioned that. And it's like, you know, if you're going to present yourself as, like, good Christian entertainment, at least be honest about what you're doing. But then again, you know, I guess Christianity is not. Never really had a problem with being dishonest about them. <laughs> right. Ex- exactly. I mean, it's it's or kind of inherent religion, to the. Right? <laughs> yeah, it's it's part of the storytelling of a religious movie. So of course, but uh, yeah. So I don't know. I'm sure people will go out and see that, but uh, I don't think I will. But uh, let's start with our March trailers. Starting with March seventh on Netflix is Far Away, which is about a woman who goes to live in a. Uh, seaside house on a Croatian island that her mom uh, left to her and uh, apparently the mom has also promised it to this guy and they end up sparking a friendship or maybe falling in love I'm not quite sure what do you think about this um the biggest disappointment in the trailer is that it didn't use the temper trap sweet disposition remember seven years ago when like every movie like this you know you do like Oh, things just aren't what they used to be. Oh, I can't, I can't get my mojo back. And then, sweet 
disposition. You know that. See, I thought you were going to go a different way with that. I thought you were going to say it's it's a shame that they didn't use the whole Florence and the Machine song because (laughs) it plays the whole trailer. Back to your mother. (laughs) But you know what? Like, I like these. Like, um, I'm not gonna. I I like these kind of like um, geography porn movies where we set them in like beautiful settings. My pieces are all movies I've never seen, but feel like this is exactly the same movie. Mm. Um, Best Exotic Marigold Hotel, Eat, Pray, Love, Mm. uh, the movie Falling in Love. Do you remember that one? In Love, I-N-N. And then, of course, how Stella got her groove back. So it's just, you know, paint by numbers like, oh, you're having sex with the janitor? Oh, he's a hunk. (laughs) He could mop my floor any day. Code for my puss. You should really do tra- trailer uh, voiceovers. With you. Oh my god, what's <laughs> happening? Oh, this, this is gonna be a weird month. Uh, yeah, I had eat, pray, love on mine as well. Also, Mamma Mia, which is another one of that same kind of genre. And uh, also, I had Yes Man on my list because it seems like she's just gonna kind of take what the universe is giving her and go with it. And she's gonna fun, say so. yes when that dude is plowing her. Oh, give it to me, baby. All right. Next up in theaters on March 10th is Champions. Uh, Woody Harrelson stars as a basketball coach who kind of screws up a whole bunch and ends up getting assigned to uh, coach a team of disabled players. It's a Fairly film, uh, not Fairly Brothers anymore, right? Just uh, one Fairly. Yeah. This Uh, one's by Bobby, not Peter, who won the the Green Book Oscars. Peter is an Oscar winner now. Uh, Bobby is Trying. doing... The, yeah, I guess so. But this is a remake of a Spanish film called Campiones. Uh, it, it looks fun. It looks good. Does it? Yeah, I think it looks fun. Does I mean, what, what, Woody Harrelson in this kind of role, it seems like just such a good fit for like someone with his attitude and his personality. I mean, I love Woody Harrelson. I mean, this is basically... You know, th- look, the idea is like he's a famous coach and then he gets, uh, you know, caught drunk driving. So instead of going to jail, he's going to do community service. We've seen yeah. this movie 78 times. In this case, he's helping a uh, special needs basketball team. And, and it, it, I guess it could be fun. I don't know. I feel like it's going to make me angry. But at the same time, like I could watch it on TV. Mm. I don't know. Well, but, you know, it, it's the way back yeah. with Ben Affleck. It's the Mighty Ducks, mm. right? This is the Mighty Ducks. Same, literal same, same exact setup. Woody Harrelson is Coach Gordon Bombay. Watch the documentary Murder Ball. Also. Oh, yeah. That is, that's kind of. Yeah, good yeah. documentary. That's it. Uh, yeah, The Way Back was on my list as well. And The Peanut Butter Falcon for, like, that sweet, lighthearted comedy that doesn't, like, shy away from its main star's, you know, disabilities. So, yeah, uh, like I said, I, I think it looks sweet. And Woody Harrelson's great, so maybe it'll be something. Well, also, you know, credit to the Fairleys, because you remember Warren from uh, There's Something About Mary, who was a very funny sporting yeah, character. Yeah, sure. Like they've always accentuated special needs. Uh, they they've ne- like you said, like they're letting them yeah. be themselves. They're not trying to hide anything or change them. Absolutely. So could be. I guess you could. Yeah. Be fun. I don't well, know. next up is Scream Six, uh, also March tenth in theaters, uh, which looks just like the last Scream. I feel like just it's in New York City now, uh, and it has the. You know, all the returning cast members, except Nev Campbell, who is definitely not back and definitely not going to end up being Ghostface. Ooh, is that what you think's happening? 
Oh, yeah. Ooh. They made such a big to-do about it. Like, oh, contract negotiations all fell through, and she's never coming back. And I, it's got to be. This Jenna Ortega's in this, right? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I think yeah. they should put up Courtney Cox and Ghostface next to each other and say which one took more <laughs> special effects work. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm just saying, lay off the, the plastic surgery. I don't know. Maybe that was a yeah. little much. Um, I like Guns that it's in New York. Maybe they pushed the grittiness of this a little more. You know, obviously, the Courtney Cox character is like, this has to end between me and you. So it's Halloween ends. Copycat. Yeah. It's Summer of Sam. Like, I don't know. It looked okay. We'll see. Whatever. But I like your uh, prediction that it's Nev Campbell and so not d- Matthew Lillard. <laughs> Did you see the last one? No, nah, I didn't see that crap. Yeah, no, I, I didn't really like it either. Jason Goes to Manhattan, I feel like, is the obvious one, and they really should have leaned into the marketing on that. The other one I thought of is the movie that everybody hated last year, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, um, but it all centers around Leatherface on a bus killing people, and here we've got Ghostface on a train killing people, so pretty easy comparison to make I'm excited there. for your prediction, though. You've actually raised the stakes on this one, Dave. I just sold you on Scream 6. I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh Another one on March 10th in theaters, uh, but of course also on Netflix, Luther, The Fallen Son, a continuation of the series with Idris Elba. Um, d- did you watch this show? You watch a lot of these shows. Yeah, I was surprised that you put this on here because it is a movie from a TV show. Uh, yeah. I love, you know, British crime shows. So like Luther's just one I know is going to be great that I just haven't gotten to yet because I like to binge all these, you know, so... Um, mm-hmm. this movie looks like I'd watch it on its own, but, um, I, I, yeah, I never watched Luther. I, I will watch Luther, especially after this one comes out. Yeah. It's funny you say that, like, cause I felt the same way watching the trailer. I was like, this just looks like a great crime thriller. If you didn't know that there was a show, <laughs> like it just looks good. So, yeah. uh, I'll probably watch it too. Uh, what, what do you have for pieces? Uh, my pieces were a little offbeat here. Uh, there's a, uh, I mean, I put El Camino, the Breaking Bad movie, because this is, you know, literally Netflix taking something and being like, hey, how do we make a movie out of the show type thing? Yeah, you know? for sure. And uh, this one is another one of those just recently came out either on BritBox or Acorn, the Detectorist movie special, which is a comedy. The Detectorist is so funny. And if you've never watched that show, you should totally watch it and then watch the movie after. It's called the de- the detectorist. Yeah, they're metal detectorists. They little they literally. It's uh, two guys in a in a field. Uh, Toby Jones and the guy from the office, and they like just use have metal detectors, and they're small town guys with you know regular life problems. It's just such a lovely show. Wow, that sounds good. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have to check that out. Uh, I had seven on here, even though there's not a supernatural angle. Like everything is just super dark, and so you know, for the uh, crime being that dark, so I, I had that on there. I also had the Batman. Uh, it kind of feels like everything is super heightened, and the killer is almost like a Riddler type. Um, is it Andy Circus? Yeah, it is Andy Circus, and I love Andy Circus. Yeah, so. we're pro Andy Circus. Yeah, I I might just watch this movie. Like I said, no, watch like, the show no, first. Why not? Yeah, you know me. That'll take me like two years. To, you like, tried to that. watch your place or mine. You can go watch the show. <laughs> That's true. Disposition. Uh, another one on March tenth, uh, in limited release, but it'll also be on VOD, I believe, at the same time. It's called Punch. Uh, it's about a a gay teen boxer 
and uh, the issues he has with other uh, students, as well as uh, uh, connecting with his father, played by Tim Roth. Uh, looks like a solid drama, although a little maybe it's going to be under the radar or something. I think um, I was watching this trailer and I'm, I felt disconnected from it because I am past the point where we need a genre of gay guy in macho world mm. in, do, who does macho job has to keep hitting that he's gay. Like, I feel like we've done that genre yeah. over and over and maybe it was necessary for a while, but I really hope we're past the need for that. But right. maybe we're not past the need for that. And that's where my disconnect is, you know? But right. Yeah. That's difficult. That's where it lost me, you know? So obviously you go to Brokeback Mountain in a much different way, I went to Billy Elliot, which is one of my favorite movies, you know, and, yeah. um, you know, you, you, you know, Sing Street, School Ties, where, you know, it was uh, before being gay was bad, being Jewish was bad. Mm, that's true. You do have to hide that, especially if you're going to be a boxer. You couldn't so. hide it, even if you tried. <laughs> that's true uh yeah i you know i just kind of was like you know any boxing drama even without the the gay angle i mean it does seem like there's a lot of that uh you know anything from like a southpaw or any of those kind of movies uh the other thing was last year there was a movie that uh, another one that just kind of went under the radar the uh, a24 film the inspection uh, about a gay marine and so like you said there's been a lot of the, that kind of subgenre that's happened but my you know, policeman. dealing with yeah my policeman the, the difficulty of the profession and the difficulty of you know life itself as a as a, a gay man so like it's uh yeah maybe it's been done a bunch of times but um maybe it is a needed thing you know i mean so. is it i don't know i mean we talked about this like after the menu like what is the next iteration of like um you know superstar chef who breaks down and needs to go back to simplicity like i feel like we've done this now we have to move this to the next step yeah well By have way, we kudos to you you said yeah. boxing drama and instead of rocky or raging bull you chose <laughs> southpaw yeah, I know. Why did why did I do that? Uh, <laughs> that is random. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, next up, sixty five coming uh, to theaters on March seventeenth. I can't wait for this movie. It just looks absolutely ridiculous. It's from the writers of A Quiet Place, and it stars Adam Driver in the future uh, as a kind of like space traveler who crash lands on an alien planet only to find that it's earth 65 million years ago. And there's dinosaurs. It, it looks like a fake movie. Like it, it doesn't seem like this could possibly be real. And I'm so excited for it. And why an Adam driver, is he just, you know, all in on blockbusters now or what? I mean, I mean, he did the star Wars movies obviously, but other than that, he does very interesting roles. So it's like, why this, this just seems like such a strange choice. There's gotta be something to it. And, it makes me wonder if there's some kind of hidden stealth thing about this. No, nope. probably not. It's probably not going to be good. I, I think you're hoping for the best, but uh, <laughs> I am <laughs> right. As, as I say in uh, the twelve chairs, uh, um, hope for the best, expect the worst type, type mm-hmm. thing. So yeah, uh, I don't fair. know. I mean, you know, after Earth, that would be expecting the worst. So, oh you know, boy, uh, yeah. You know, Land of the Lost. And then I put, because it's him and a little girl, I'm quite enjoying The Last of Us right now, you know, and they're mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So, you know, that's kind of where I'm at. But yeah, no, I don't, I don't, I don't know what's what's up here. I don't get it. It, it's it's a very strange premise, but uh, I, I'm very excited. Obviously, with the dinosaurs, I had Jurassic Park on here. That's your Land of the Lost. Uh, I also had Planet of the Apes, um, which is kind of the reverse of this. Oh, it's, you know, Earth, but it's the future in Planet of the Apes. You know, here, it's Earth, but it's the past. So uh, those are my two pieces, but um, I am very much looking forward to it. I'm also very much looking forward to our next movie, which is called Inside and will be in theaters on March 17th as well. And this stars Willem Dafoe as an art thief who gets trapped inside of the room where he's doing a heist. And uh, it's Willem Dafoe. Uh, right. Kind of one-man show. I mean, come on. I'm, I'm in. Yeah, I like that. And I like this like reverse... Um panic room premise right right you know? right but um and spoiler alert dave because you always give out like ex machina as a puzzle piece like this is like as, as if ex machina started at the last scene of ex machina or something nice like that, right i like it yeah so um to me i had those panic room and die hard as kind of like those like communicating with the outer world where you can't get out ex machina and then lock which was that one-hander with um uh, I still haven't Hardy. seen that. Yeah, yeah, I need to see it's that. Good. And of course, the Thomas Crown Affair. I don't know. I had read like, hey, the only good thing about this is Willem Dafoe. And I'm like, well, he is the whole movie. So maybe that's not a bad thing. But <laughs> right, we right. love Willem Dafoe. I think he's like our number one actor. He's so like good. me and I, you. Like we, like if we were a group, that would be like yeah. our first draft pick or something. I, I'm, I'm in on that. Yeah, that's a great choice for that. But uh, yeah, I, I had a bunch of Panic Room I had, Thomas Crown Affair I had. Uh, I'd also throw in Escape Room, uh, which is kind of the like silly mainstream horror version of an Escape Room concept. And this feels like a more... I don't know, artsy, weird kind of take on it. So uh, we'll see. I, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait. Next up on our list is A Snowy Day in Oakland, which will be in theaters March 17th. Uh, it, it's about a woman who opens a psychiatry office or wants to open a psychiatry office uh, in the middle of a black neighborhood. Uh, apparently it was originally called Head Shop, which I think is a much better title. Uh, it stars Nicole Ari Parker, Dion Cole, Michael J. White, Keith David. There's a lot of... People Loretta here that Dubai, I recognize, yeah. Loretta. Yep, absolutely. Uh, what do you think about this one? I mean, I love the idea that it's a movie about you know therapy in the black community and black people talking about how they can't, you know, how there's like a stigma to getting therapy and how they're not sure. allowed to get therapy, right? Yeah, like you know, as a comedian, it's a good setup. Comedians, you know, but it's like, and then it just seems like it's going in a lot of other ways like she sets it up and then like of course the landlord's like i'm selling the block you know and yeah. it's like <laughs> so you know i put the barber shop because wasn't that in one of them we're like we're selling the block right yep. and it's like you yep. know we talk here and everything and then you know analyze this or the sopranos for that angle of like a group of people who aren't supposed to go to therapy who need therapy yeah, absolutely. Uh, I I had the same ones. I also threw in Doctor Katz. You know, Jewish people. Yeah, Doctor Psychiatrist. Katz. What a good one. So, yeah. Oh, and, and one other uh, head case with Alexandra Wentworth. You ever watch that series? No. Oh, that's so funny too. Um, it only lasted two seasons, but I really like that. Another psychiatrist show. Doctor Katz bit. Oh man, it's been so long since I've watched any of them. I wasn't Marin on one. Oh, everyone uh, was on one. Yeah, everybody was, but I, I think that was one that I used to really like, but I haven't watched any of it in a long time. I need to uh, revisit it. I have it on DVD, I believe. Nobody cares. 
Children of the Corn is up next, March 21st on VOD. You know, the remake everyone's been asking for. Apparently it's been delayed like a bunch of times, so I don't know. But this is actually from, I just found out, and this makes me a little bit more interested in it. It's from the director of Equilibrium. Remember that Christian Bale sci-fi movie from, like, what came out right before The Matrix or whatever? But... It's weird that that would be that that guy's back with a movie but anyway yeah remake stephen king story i mean i think everybody knows what children of the corn is right so, so you yeah. know remake stephen king the stand from a few years ago or uh was that the one where they're all in the bubble i don't know so i mean and you know evil kids we do this once a month evil kids kids murdering <laughs> we you do know, the omen village of the damned i i also put um the idea of a subsect getting back at the people who abuse them. Women talking. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Women talking. And uh, I, I have uh, Midsummer and uh, The Wicker Man. So, yeah, that, that, that goes uh, right along with women talking. For yeah, sure. although they don't, really, they don't really get back at the men who abuse them. They just talk. Yes. They make a decision. Yeah. Is that all they do? That's it. Do you see that's the movie? A, that's a, yeah, I saw the movie. That's what I mean, it's do. a very accurate title for a film. It really is, absolutely. Uh, yeah, so I, I don't know about that one, but we'll see. Uh, next up is Dungeons & Dragons Honor Among Thieves in theaters March 31st, which seems to be the Marvelfication of Dungeons & Dragons. Everybody is super quippy, and uh, I don't know, I, they're trying hard. They're pushing this movie. I see the trailer every time I go to the movies, but it stars Chris Pine, uh, Reg Jean Page, Michelle Rodriguez, Justice Smith, Hugh Grant. Uh, I don't know. What do you think? I wanted you to get like someone who plays Dungeons and Dragons to comment on this because I watched this and I was like, "Who is this for? This looks so terrible in so yeah. many ways. Like every single way. Like are, are Dungeons and Dragons players like looking for this? Is this the type of like kind of shitty humor that they want in their movie? I don't. I don't know." <laughs> I know, I don't know. I just, this looks so bad. Did they make a Dungeons and Dragons movie like 20 years ago? They did. Like, I think they made one like right after Avatar. Like, it was like right when that was a big thing, like big CGI fest in 3D, you know? Uh, so I guess it's time again to try, but it doesn't ever seem to work too well. I mean, dude, I just watched like the opening sequences, like Michelle Rodriguez and Chris Pine are like about to die, right? They're like in a gladiator type dungeon and they're like uh, they're, we're gonna cut your heads off and they're like okay cut our heads off and then they like hold up a, a brick so when the guy tries to cut the head off um the the, the block uh, he cuts into the block and i'm like this action is just terrible like it's just garbage but i mean you know the the game of thrones aria when she became like uh you know the woman with no face like thief type thing uh school for good and evil and then it's and then it's all this like we need to form a team expendables fast and the furious x-men first class like it just this maybe looks like the worst of the month to me it's yeah it's pretty bad um i mean maybe being nice to it i put guardians of the galaxy as far as like this kind of a quippy team uh and and like weird characters and stuff i also had shazam another superhero movie one that's like just very kind of childish humor you know uh, and then, I don't know, I guess maybe it's just the Chris Pine connection, but I thought of the recent Star Trek, the J.J. Abrams Star Treks. I guess Reign of Fire, you gotta have something with a dragon in it, so I'll throw that in there, too. 
So. I almost put Guardians of the Galaxy for Luther because it's like a good guy has to break out of pres- prison. So, um, no. but yeah, this just, I mean, am I wrong? Does this not look just like garbage pile bad? It looks really bad. And like, like I said, they're trying so hard to push this movie, which is so strange. Like, it doesn't seem like a property that people are like clamoring for. So I, I, I don't know why. Chris but... Pine like deviates from like movie star to like, bod guy like there's no in yeah. between with him right either, i know i don't get it he, he's having a, a rough time of it but uh i guess we'll see maybe who, who the hell knows what people want anymore but uh next up is a good person which will be in theaters march 31st it's zach braff as back as a director um directing florence Pugh, who i believe they were together at the time they, they made this yeah for a long time anyway yeah, and uh, also Morgan Freeman. Uh, it's about a, a woman who ends up in a kind of depression spiral uh, after uh, an accident um, that kills her fiancé, I believe. And, and the fiancé's dad is in the same uh, support group as her. Is that is that what happened in this I story? don't know about all that. I, I thought, like, maybe the woman, the woman died and the dad wants the kid back and then she wants, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it was it was very unclear. Like you could tell that it's Zach Braff kind of I mean, I put Garden State on my list just because it just seems like it's similar territory. He's trying to recapture that kind of a vibe, I feel like. I'm rooting so hard for this to be good because I loved yeah. Garden State at the time. And I loved it when I watched it maybe ten years ago, but I haven't watched it since. But like he was like he was supposed to be like the next Wes Anderson for all of us, right? For that right. generation. So. Well, all of us. Does that mean New Jersey people? Is that what? <laughs> <laughs> Means us like indie, you know, nerds, I know. you know, and yeah, everything for like sure. that. So, yeah. And uh, I don't know, man. I, 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 so I had the station agent because of the lead uh, Morgan Freeman's like obsession with trains and you know stuff getting on time. That's a good one. It's kind yeah. of weird character beats and uh i never saw that movie rain over me where adam sandler loses his family in 9-11 oh, yeah. and has to move on but i did watch mayor from east town and the family kind of dealing with the fallout of one of the kids dying so like um yeah those were those were my pieces I, i'm rooting for this to be good but um if it's if it's really bad i wouldn't be surprised either all right, it could really go either way. But Florence Pugh, like, if nothing else, is usually the best part of the things that she's in. So, you know, hopefully it's another good performance, if nothing else. But, uh, yeah, I, I had, like I said, Garden State. And then the other one was last year's Causeway with Jennifer Lawrence and Brian Tyree Henry. It seemed like that kind of two people's friendship out of a shared trauma that affected both of them. So, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully, uh, Hopefully it'll be good. Our last movie of March will be on Apple TV Plus on March 31st, and it is called Tetris. It's the story of the man who brought Tetris from the Soviet Union and turned it into a hit video game. It stars Taron Egerton, and I'm excited. I'm a big Tetris guy, so. Yeah, I, honestly, like, I was like, it just doesn't look um, good, but, like, when I saw that it was a movie, but then I watched the trailer, and I'm like, hey, you know what? This looks pretty good. I'm kind of inter- interested in this. So yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. So who knows, man? I I want it to be. I you know it looks fun. There definitely had that vibe of the Americans or Stranger Things, like Soviet Union '80s, you know, type feel. Obviously, you bring in like pixels of the Lego Movie and Ready Player mm-hmm. One. I don't know. It, it it could be a thing. I don't know. Leave me alone. <laughs> 
Uh, I'll throw in there the founder with Michael Keaton as the guy who founded McDonald's. I mean, two big ubiquitous brands in their story. Or what was that one that uh, David O. Russell did with uh, Jennifer Lawrence? Joy. Yeah, Yeah, Joy. That's a good one. She won the uh, Oscar for that, right? I believe so, yeah. So, yeah, Yeah. that's actually, yeah, that's a great one to add to the list. The other thing that it reminded me of, because maybe because of the 80s setting, but uh, the series Physical with Rose Byrne, uh, just kind of that, like, kind of goofy, but, um, like, a lot of obstacles to to create this... uh, series of aerobics workout tapes so it just kind of reminded me of that all the stuff that this guy has to go through to, to bring this kind of silly thing to life tetris it so, could be a thing, you know whatever we'll see and by the way uh in about a month's time i think it's in april uh we'll be talking about a very similar looking movie ben affleck's new movie air right which right. kind of is the same exact thing so it's kind of interesting but uh yeah, that, that's our main list of things that we had here. Uh, you know, obviously, like a year ago, we talked about Operation Fortune, Ruse de Gur, yes. the new <laughs> the new movie from Guy Ritchie, and uh, that's finally coming after numerous, numerous delays. So, you know, you can go back to that episode and hear what our puzzle pieces were back then, but it looks good. I'm excited for it. Yeah, I mean, uh, after the... Uh... Uh, unbelievable weight of talent. I feel like this did that so well. Like, I don't know how this is going to compare. Yeah, that's true. But uh, that was really good. So I don't know. Were there any of the others that you wanted to uh, kind of shout out before we wrap it up? There's a lot of other stuff coming in March. I mean, of of the um, ones that made me want to punch you in the dick, there's mm. the donor party. <laughs> sure, yeah. Which, I mean, that seems like that would be a joke in that movie, somebody getting punched in the dick. Right. So, this is like yeah. Malin Ackerman. I can't find anyone to have a baby with. I'm only a hot Malin Ackerman. It's like when <laughs> Jennifer uh, Lopez was made in Manhattan. No one will mm. date me. I'm just a maid, you know. <laughs> like, so she has a party where she's trying to find a sperm donor. It looks terrible. Mm. I got to say, you know I love the Sandman, but Murder Mystery 2, that was a tough trailer to even get through. Yeah, I, I, I still haven't seen the first one. Did you like the first one? I didn't watch it. Okay, there you go. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll shout out John Wick Chapter 4 because, of course, I'm so excited for it, but I already have an episode planned, so I didn't include it on this. Same goes for Creed 3, which I didn't like Creed 2 that much, but Creed 1 is so damn good, and I'm hopeful that this will be another I mean, I think you're going to get a lot of diminishing returns in this franchise because they're working so hard to make it a franchise that it doesn't have to be, you know? Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Creed was dope. Just leave it be, Creed was great. It was great. Well, that does it for our March movies. Jason, is there a movie you watched recently you want to recommend to our listeners? Dave, sadly, I've looked over my entire letterbox for this year, and I feel like we've talked about either on this podcast or on Awesome Movie Year, like the good things I've watched. So instead, I'm going to recommend a limited series that had escaped me. Uh, Last, uh, you know, I'm talking about watching The Last of Us. My daughter and I, we watched uh, Station Eleven, um, mm. and that's another post-apocalyptic, like how do people get on with the world after the world end type thing, thing. And that is really, really pretty great. And they nailed the ending. You know what? The first episode was so good. And then we watched, I think, two, three, and four, but we never made it past that. I, so I don't know what the ending is. I'm going to have oh, to uh, revisit it. We to watch 88 Hallmark movies instead. Grow up, Dave. We watched like two Hallmark movies. <laughs> Jason, oh, what do you got going on? 74 <laughs> Lifetime movies instead. 
Get a life, Dave. Two of those also. That's you always watch Hallmark it. Lifetime movies. There's like maybe one a week. <laughs> That's Jeez. more than two. <laughs> that is more than two. Yeah. All right. What do you? What do you? Uh, what do you got going on, Jason? What's going on with you, Dave? We're in. We're hot in the middle of 2012, an awesome movie year, which is such an upgrade over 1953, which uh, my co-host Josh wanted. Fuck off, Josh. But um, 2012 is is enjoyable. We're going right in the middle of there. Uh, you can find me at all the socials: Jason Harris Comedy, Jay Harris Comedy, Eat This Comedy, any of that crap. Leave me alone. Perfect. That was a very good plug, Jason. Thank you, and we'll get you back again sometime soon. Oh, what are you gonna go watch another nighttime movie now? I'm Josh Bell. And I'm Jason Harrison. We co-host a podcast called Awesome Movie Year. Each season, we take a look back at an awesome year for movies, which is every year. We deep dive into these specific years and we pick out why they were such great years for films. We go over the biggest hits, the biggest flops, the best picture, and some personal picks, some cult classics. Years we've covered in past seasons include 1994, 2003, 1977, and 1984, and we've got all of film history to look forward to. So check us out at awesomemovieyear.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. All right, so I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Jason Harris about some of the movies coming in March. Thanks for listening, everybody. I really appreciate it. And uh, you know what it is right now? It's March 2023. It is five years of doing Piecing It Together. Usually I mark the end of each year of the podcast by, uh, you know, updating the music theme and maybe doing a little bit of website and artwork related updates and stuff like that. Uh, But I'm not ready. Uh, I've got, I've been working on so many things. We just had the Cocaine Bear live show, which is, I had a lot of prep before that. I was also just a groomsman in my brother-in-law's wedding. So that was busy. Also going to Nashville on a little trip. So we got our 300th episode coming up in a few weeks as well. So I'll, I'll do the new year stuff with that, but it is five years of the podcast and I'm really happy to still be doing this after all these years. And I still love doing it and I'm hoping to do a lot more. Uh, I got a lot plans. I want to start revising a few things here and there. And of course doing more live shows and uh, seeing what else we could add into the formula. So thank you for being out there. Uh, make sure you're subscribed wherever it is that you listen to podcasts. If you like the show, we would really appreciate your five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Good Pods or Spotify, wherever it is that you're listening. Uh, for whatever reason, the Apple Podcast ones, the the people that need to see that we're getting new reviews, they, they want to see them on Apple Podcasts, which is kind of silly, but, you know, if you have the option of doing that one, go there and do it. But, uh, you know, just listening is awesome. But if you want to drop that review, it would be helpful. Uh, you could also, of course, follow us on social media at Piecing Pod and join our Facebook group, Popcorn and Puzzle Pieces, where we continue the conversation about all the movies we talk about here on the show. We also have the Patreon, the Produced by David Rosen Patreon, where I post bonus content from Piecing It Together and Awesome Movie Year and stuff from my music career. Lots of great stuff over there. So check it out, patreon.com slash Rosen. Lots of stuff to check out. So uh, I hope you do all that, and I just hope you continue listening to the show as we start on our next year. So let's close this thing out with a piece of music like I always do. 
What should I play today? Uh, I think I'm going to play something off my recent album, More Content, because that just came out, and I'm still promoting that. I just put out the Blacklight music video a couple weeks ago. I got two more videos on the way, and maybe even a third. We'll see what happens. But I'm going to play a song called Distance from the album, More Content. So I hope you enjoy this track, and we'll be back with more Piecing It Together real soon. West Production, produced by David Rosen in Las Vegas.